We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is going on, Colts Nation, and welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice. Your guy Cody here on with us, special guest from the No Horsing Around Colts podcast, Mr. Zach Boyd himself. Zach, thanks for coming on, my friend. How have you been? I've been doing very well, Cody, and uh, as always, man, excited to get on here and, and talk ball with you. Absolutely, man, and I know that you were at the game yesterday, the Colts' final preseason game. How was that experience for you? It was really nice. I mean, actually, I I hadn't had a chance to be down quite that low before. Um, I was in row six, so it was a little bit different experience preseason. Uh, but nonetheless, super exciting, fun to watch. And, you know, anytime you, you see Tom Brady come into the building, you know, it's just a little more electric in that building for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Glad you were able to get that experience. And anybody else who's down there, hope you had a fun experience as well. But Zach, now the Colts are done with the preseason. Fortunately, outside of the punter, the Colts have no significant injuries of note, which is great. Seems like everybody's going to be pretty much good to go. There's a few question marks, but most guys are going to be good to go for week number one. With that being said, now we got to look at the 53-man roster a little bit more uh, and kind of talk about, okay, so... Now we've seen some of the starters, we've seen some of the backups, we've seen some of the position battles. Who makes it? Who officially makes it? Obviously, roster cuts are on Tuesday, so we are going to be putting this out a day prior to that. Uh, so without further ado, I think we both have our 53-man roster predictions, and I'm anticipating, Zach, that we're going to have some that are a little bit different. We're going to have a couple positions where we carry a few more, a few less than each other. But all that to say, it's all going to come out to 53-man at the end of all of this. So without further ado, let's get into it. Let's start with the offense, talking about the quarterbacks. Zach, how many quarterbacks are you keeping, and which ones are you keeping? All right, so this one was obviously the hot topic, right, Cody? Everybody wants to know, you know who's in, who's out. Um, I rolled with three. Um, I did go with, obviously, Matt Ryan, Nick Foles. And I think with, with Ellinger, you know, for me, Cody, the potential of him being something more than just a, you know, just a stash practice squad type of guy, I think there's something there. You know, I can Chris Ballard kind of alluded to that when he drafted him. He said a great phrase about Sam Ellinger. He said, I don't know what it is, but this kid has it. And you saw that with that scramble, that run for the touchdown. 
Um, I just think that I don't know that he makes it to practice squad, and I think he's too valuable um, at this point. He's kind of forced the hand of Chris Ballard and the Indianapolis Colts, and I'm rolling with him as one of the three quarterbacks on this initial 53-man roster. Yeah, absolutely. I am doing the exact same there for all the reasons you said. Sam Ellinger, you know, give him credit. He has been killing it in the preseason, albeit against the threes and the twos, but still, nonetheless, want to give him the proper credit that he's due. Definitely has earned his way onto a roster spot. You know, there's been debate about QB2. I'm not ready to go there quite yet, Zach, but I certainly think the Colts have to roster him for the reasons you just said. So three quarterbacks it is, all right? Uh, that one was actually pretty fairly easy, I think. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about running backs, though. How many running backs do the Colts keep? They have a slew of guys that were looking, you know, to potentially round out that roster behind Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines. Um, so guys like you know Philip Lindsay, Deion Jackson, C.J. Verdell, uh, Tyson Williams, uh, so many different guys that were looking for that final fifty-three man roster. But as it comes, Zach, we've seen a lot of all these guys. Who are your guys? How many are you keeping? And who are those guys? So for me, I really went back and forth at this position, Cody, but I went with four. Um, Chris Ballard in the past has kind of always kept four. Um, I don't know that I see it necessary, but I think that's what I feel like Chris Ballard is going to do. And for that reason, obviously, Jonathan Taylor and Nimehines are going to be stables. Um, I like Lindsey. And, you know, one of the interesting things from being at that game is that Deion Jackson played ahead of Lindsey. And I don't know if that has anything to do with, you know, depth chart um, as far as that goes. But I think they wanted to see how he would play against a little bit better competition as making a, a determination on him. He's a guy that I would say anytime there's a fringe position, if you can help on special teams, that gives you just a little bit better chance of making a football team when it comes right down to it. And our special teams has been a little bit up and down the preseason. So I tend to go with guys who can help in the, in the special teams department. And I think he's one of them. So I'm going to roll with four um, and, and we'll see what happens. It's funny. We're exactly the same so far. Yeah. I got Taylor. I got Hines. I got Lindsey and I got Deion Jackson. And originally, I don't know if I would have said Deion Jackson, but what we saw yesterday with obviously the Colts are feeling highly about him to give him run with the ones, you know, so I, I'm definitely encouraged by that for him and his chances to make the final 53, man. So uh, yeah, I'm going to roll with four as well. So that starts us off with seven between the first two. Now we move on to the wide receiver position. You know, there's this is another position where there's been some guys recently that have started to really show out. We've had some question marks outside of the top four. Who's going to round out this roster? How many are the Colts going to keep? Are they going to keep five? Are they going to keep six? What are your thoughts here on the wide receiver position? So this is one of the positions that I would highlight that they're probably going to have a little bit of change as this 53 starts off, and then you have, you've got that 24-hour period. But I'm going to start with the six. Um, and it was a real, you know, battle inside of my head. Do you go with, you know, three tight ends and six receivers or do you go with four tight ends and five receivers? I went with six, um, just because I bet, I think those six are the best pass catchers, uh, best combination that you can go with. Um, obviously Pittman Jr. Um, and I, I'm going to go with, with Paris Campbell, uh, Ashton Doolin, um, as well as Alec Pierce. Those are the four that's kind of been entrenched since training camp. I'm going to go Strawn and Patman. I think Patman can help out in, in the special teams role as well as we talked about a second ago. Um, I think Patman is, is is vital and he's had a good, he's had a good, you know, preseason. He's had definitely had a couple good games in a row. And I know a lot of people will point, well, it's just against the threes. It's just against the twos. 
well, that's not his fault, right? Like, I mean, he just does what he has to do when he's on the field, and he he does he does a pretty good job of it. So for that reason, I'm going to go with those six, but I would say this, Cody, in my opinion, love to hear what you have to say. I think a veteran wide receiver gets brought in when it's all said and done. I just think you're a little too young there, and you need somebody that you can count on a little bit more steady at the wide receiver position. But I'll start with the six on the 53. I mean, you've known me like I've been team veteran receiver ever since, you know, this offseason. I, I wanted them to get some sort of guy to compliment Pittman, you know, a little bit more. And, you know, obviously we like what Alec Pierce is bringing, but he's still raw. He's improved a lot. But again, he's still a rookie. It's hard to like fully bank on him to be the number two right away, I feel like. You know, so for that reason, I'm I'm totally on board for that, and there'll probably be a couple guys that could be of interest to the Colts. Even you know, a guy uh, yesterday, Scotty Miller, who you know is probably going to get released from Tampa Bay as well. Maybe he's a guy that that the Colts would look into, or maybe there's some other guys as well. Um, but I'm going to keep six as well. I agree with you, but I disagree with the last guy on the roster. I'm going to actually keep Kiki Kuti. And you want to hear why I'm going to keep Kiki Kuti? Is because of what he showed you on special teams yesterday. Uh, he, you know, it's so valuable to have guys that can handle the return game. And, you know, he obviously has a speed to boot as well. And, you know, I think about it like this, Zach, if, you know, say Paris Campbell goes down again, okay, what, who's going to be your kind of backup slot? We know Hines is going to get some looks in there, but I feel like Kuti is the next guy up and I'd rather have a combination as good as much as I like Strawn. Um, I do feel like, you know, Strawn can be push through waivers and you can keep him on your practice squad for at least one more year. Um, but what QT offers is just something different and your, your bottom two wide receivers there are different skill sets. And I think that's important to have kind of some versatility on your wide receiver room. So for that reason, I'm going to keep Kiki QT just because of his prowess on special teams and what he showed you in the return game last night. Yeah. I mean, I think that, and that's a very good point. I mean, He's, a, he's just a little bit different skill level, which you like to have a little bit of versatility up and down that uh, wide receiver group. I couldn't disagree with that. I was really back and forth. For me, I just I, I like the upside trajectory of Strong a little bit more when it comes down to it. Um, I'm not sure that both of them wouldn't have a chance of passing, you know, waivers. We would, and we're going to find out, right? We're going to find out in the next 48 hours. Um, but for me, I just think, I asked myself, who could I live without? You know, and I think Kuti was was how I justified it. But there's no argument, no gripe there. I think it's very, very good point you made up with that, with the special teams contribution. Um, and he's played in NFL football games, like meaningful football games. We all know full well what he did to us in Houston when he was a Texan. So, I mean, he is capable of going out there and, and, and contributing and helping his football team for sure. I do also wonder, you know, Isaiah Rogers, if his role continues to increase in this defense, would it make more sense to give QT than not a, a kick returner yeah. and give Isaiah Rogers more rest on the sidelines so that he can be 100% as he can, you know, coming into the game and actually making an impact on the defense? That would be kind of my other argument as well. Just another guy, another capable guy yeah. that's shown you something in the return department, at least gives you the option if you want to, to give Isaiah Rogers a little bit of a breather there. So. That's kind of my rationale, but I totally get what you're saying too. Um, but I do think Strawn's a guy that, you know, he did have, you know, uh, obviously he's looked really good. I felt like yesterday you didn't see a whole lot from him. So I think he's not really like a hot commodity, which means that he could probably pass through waivers and he would still be a part of your team. And if you feel like teams are coming after him, maybe then you decide, oh, we want to protect him or whatever you want to do there. Uh, but yeah, six wide receivers nonetheless. 
Let's move on now to the tight end position. Uh, I don't feel like this one, since we both kept six, is much of a question mark how many we're going to keep yeah. and the guys we're going to keep. I think it's pretty open and shut with Mo Ali Cox, Kylan Granson, and then Jelani Woods. Do you kind of agree that? Are you kind of on that same page as me? Absolutely. I think they're going to keep the three. Um, the only thing I would say is when it's time to get in season, I wouldn't be surprised if Baller goes and picks up a fourth and maybe has to take something off of another position down the road. Um, you'd like to have a guy who could block a little bit better. I know Mo Ali's kind of taking on that role of Jack Doyle. But you, you know, that's a physical part of football, Cody. And you always worry, what if Mo Ali Cox's body breaks down as the season goes and you don't really have a guy in there as a tight end position that's really more – we have, you know, those hybrid tight ends, you know, with Granson and, and Woods. They're more of your, your pass-catching tight ends. So that's a position I would be looking out into the future as a, as a position that Ballard might be scouring that waiver wire and saying, hey, I'd like to get a veteran presence in here. And just a little bit more, but we've talked about that steady presence. Um, but, yeah, three, no doubt about it. No arguments. It's a slam dunk for me, um, and that's the way I would go with it. Yeah. Well, moving on to the offensive line as a unit, um, obviously different positions within that. How many offensive linemen are you keeping? Which positions are you keeping and which guys are you keeping? Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep eight. This is probably going to be my most unpopular right here. Uh, but I'm going to go with eight and, and simply stated. I just don't think there's a lot of talent there past these eight, if, if I'm really being honest right now. I think there's there needs to be an upgrade. We need to figure out something as far as bringing in a little bit more depth. Uh, talk about a guy like Jason Spriggs getting cut so early on in camp. I was a little bit of a head-scratcher with some of the guys who came in and tried to fit that role and just haven't really haven't really shown out so much. But I'm going to go with, obviously, you've got, you've got your prior Nelson, Ryan Kelly, um, Danny Pintner, uh, Braden Smith. Um, I'm going to go with Will Fries uh, as well as is the other Kelly uh, as, a, as a backup. I think Dennis Kelly is getting closer to being healthy with that knee. That'll be interesting to see, by the way, and then Ryman on the outside. But I say eight because of this reason, Cody, because I, I think 100%, however it has to play out, I think we go out and find somebody. I don't know if that's via trade like he did last year with you know trading for Matt Pryor and doing a pick swap. I don't know what they're going to do there, but I think that's a position right now. Interior offensive line and interior defensive line, you probably need something just a little bit better right there. So for now, I'm going with eight. You know, uh, this is going to be the first time we disagree because I honestly have been encouraged by Wesley French and what he's done in the backup center position. Specifically last night, I thought he played pretty well, all things considered. So I'm keeping nine. Um, the only addition I would have is Wesley French at center. So, you know, you have your nine, you have Kelly as kind of your backup swing tackle. You have Fries as your backup guard. And then you have, uh, then you have French as your backup center or your third string center, however you want to look at it there, depending on Pinter, of course. So I'm not, I guess I'm probably not as inclined to, you know, be as nervous about this interior offensive line. I could certainly see a scenario where maybe they do sign a veteran and then they release like a Wesley French, but. I'm perfectly okay, I guess, with where they are. I'm more okay, I would say, with where the offensive line depth is on the interior than the defensive line depth. I'll just say that. So uh, agree to disagree, but I'm going to keep nine and you keep eight. So that means you have, what, 24 so far on the offense, and I have 25. Uh, I believe that, if my math is correct, that's where we stand right now. Yep. What's going on, everyone? Just wanted to take a quick moment to talk with you about Odds Trader. 
Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all major sports books. You can also compare the different sign-up codes and promotions from sport books to get the best deal possible. Odds Trader allows you to make bets on almost every major sport. Some of the cool features that I enjoy about Odds Trader is the handicapping options they provide. You get live play-by-play updates. You get live scores and bet tracking on everything that you're doing on the app. Player statistics, key game statistics. You even get projected game day weather reports as well. And the, another great thing about Odds Trader is you get Bet Tracker, which allows you to keep records of all your games and betting activities while you're on the site. I mean, how cool is that? If this is something that sounds like it intrigues you, make sure to go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire. Odds Trader, the number one site for all your game day bets. So let's move over now to the defensive line. Uh, how many are you keeping on this and who are those players? Yeah, this is this is the one I really struggle with, Cody, because I really didn't once you got past those first five or six, I didn't really like the options, to be 100 percent honest with you. But um, I'm going to roll with obviously, let me look at my list here. I'm gonna go with obviously. Buckner, um, you're going to go with with Stewart, Pay, Yannick, and Lewis. I think those are your five best core linemen. And then outside of that, I'm going to go with Dio. Um, I'm going to go with both Odangbo and Adingbo, um, if Fatty. Um, Eric Johnson and Brooks um, I also put in there. Um, but I'll be honest with you, this was the position group that I felt least happy about when I put it together. I thought, you know what? They could do anything. It's a coin flip with so many of these guys. You talk about a guy like, a, you know, an R.J. McIntosh might get inserted in there. Your guess is as good as mine, and and that's definitely another position, you, as you mentioned earlier, um, that might be worth going out and looking at, um, you know, on the waiver market. I think they do, but for the sake of this final 53-man roster, which obviously I feel like it's going to be subject to change, and you know, one of these guys that's, you know, on the fringe of the roster might get cut. Um, but looking at it right now, I kept nine. I had Quidipe, Yannick Ngakwe, Taekwon Lewis, uh, Dayo Dangbo. I also kept Adenigbo as well. Um, but the the one that you didn't mention that I, I thought had a nice game yesterday was Ben Banigou. So I'm going to keep him on the roster for now. And I'm only going to roll with three interior defensive linemen, thinking that there's probably going to be a signing, a vet signing here, like a Malcolm Brown or somebody like that, uh, kind of that backup one tech behind Grover Stewart. So I kept Stewart, Buckner, and Eric Johnson as it stands right now, but I am very subject to change on that. You know, if if they bring in maybe one of those, maybe they they go in favor of like a Curtis Brooks or something in that department. But as it stands right now, you're right. I don't think this unit is set in stone at all, especially at the interior of the defensive line. So I'm looking for them to maybe sign one guy there, and then I'd be pretty happy about where this defensive line is from top to bottom. So keep a nine there, which I believe, did you keep nine as well? I did. I don't, yeah, no. we went with okay. nine. Okay, awesome. So uh, let's move on now to the linebacker core. How many linebackers are you keeping, and who are those players? I'm going to go with six. Um, I think that for me, yeah. this actually wasn't very hard. Honestly, I think the six stood out when it comes down to it. Um, I went with, with Shaq Leonard, obviously. You got Okereke, EJ Speed, uh, and then, of course, rounding it out. You know, I, I like Sterling Weatherford. I like I like JoJo Doman um, as well, um, as well as, obviously, Zyra Franklin's going to play a major role. So I'm going to go with all of those guys. Um, I just think those six stood out above the rest. And 
it really wasn't that hard for me, Cody, honestly. I thought those those guys played pretty well, and I thought they cemented um, their position, and I thought they even reinforced that last night, you know, in, in the game against the Buccaneers. I agree with you 100%. I'm going with six, those exact players. So that's perfect. That's open and shut. Pretty easy there. All right, cornerbacks now. How many corners are you keeping? I think we might differ here. Yeah, yeah. Guys. this is going to be – so I actually kept – I've got six corners. So I don't know how okay. many how many you rolled with, but I went with six just because it's a passing league. Um, and I went with Rogers, Faison, Kenny Moore, and Gilmore. Obviously, those are your staples. Um, I went with Tony Brown and Chesley uh, rounding it out. Don't love the depth there, if I'm being 100% honest, but those are the best six to me. Um, of course, you've got you know guys like Dallas Flowers and stuff that can flex in there as well, but I didn't go with him. I think he's more of a practice squad guy. Um, but those are the six that I went with, Cody. Mm, well, I just swapped out uh, Brown with Flowers because Flowers showed you some special teams prowess. Yeah. So that's why I put him on there as well. Um, so I kept six as well, but I, we just flip-flopped who was the final six. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, no arguments with me there. I mean, if if you said, hey, I want to go with this guy over that guy, I think the justification for Brown for me is he just knows the Gus Bradley system. And sometimes sure. they like to keep a guy who's who's familiar and has been in that system and around a veteran presence. But yeah, it's a hundred percent coin flip when it comes down to that for me. Yeah. And and I and my philosophy is always coming down to specialty. Yeah. That's why I'll pick some guys like a Dallas Flowers, even though maybe Tony Brown as if your corner right now was a little bit more refined. So sure. I get both arguments, um, but okay. You keeping six there. How about the safety position? How many are you keeping? Safety on five. Um, so okay. I roll with five and this was, this was also not super hard for me. Um, Nick Cross, McLeod, Blackman, of course. Um, I've really liked what Thomas has done. Also, I think he can, he can actually provide some real value on this football team. Um, and then I went with Denbo. I didn't love that one, but I mean, it was just kind of a matter of, you mentioned special teams, you know, and stuff like that. I didn't think we had a lot of, of other options in that particular situation. So I went with Denbo as my fifth safety as of now. Okay. And I kept four safeties there. Um, Blackman Thomas as the backup free safety, because obviously Armani Watts got injured out for the year and Nick Cross and Rodney McLeod. So I kept four, and I kept six corners, so ten DBs in in, yeah. in total there. And I feel pretty good about that, honestly. I feel like I maximized the amount of talent that I had. Like I, you know, I'd rather keep a Rodney, or I'd rather keep a Dallas Flowers over a guy like Trevor Denbo. That's just me. Sure. Uh, that's kind of my reasoning behind it. Absolutely. I mean, and, and I and I couldn't disagree with any of that. I think as long as you've got enough bodies back there to play during the season. We all kind of know what happened, you know, in that Baltimore Ravens game last year where we just broke down and we were just, you know, we were on life support and they came back and won that game. Um, you just need the capable football players of being able to go out there and get stops and get off the football field. So, yeah, 100%. No arguments out of me on that. Yep. And then pretty simple in terms of the special teams as well. Yep. We got our kicker. We got our punter, who I thought looked phenomenal yesterday, Matt Hawk. Um, and then we got our long snapper in Luke Rhodes. So that's 53. 100%. Yeah. I mean, I think it's what do we have three differences, I think, uh, across the board. It, it's not going to be, a, you know, these huge variances at this point. Players are have pretty much made, you know, staked their claim to be on this football team. And I think it's pretty even across the board. We can all disagree or agree on three quarterbacks, two quarterbacks, and some of those numbers. But other than that, and you mentioned Hawk, I mean, 
he looked really good. Um, I was I was very impressed with 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 his ability to punt. Very weird to see a guy punt off of their left foot. You know, I don't know that I've ever really seen that live, but I mean that ball comes off a little bit different. But he was a pleasant, pleasant surprise um, and very encouraging. I would say that at the very least. And I thought he did a really good job as well. An underrated thing. I mean, he did a really good job of holding too. Like that was kind of Rigo's thing, and he did a really good job. And Blankenship was perfect. So want to give him a special shout out because he did really good. I think Zach he was the MVP of that game yesterday. He was phenomenal at punter. And so obviously, whenever you hear one of the best punters in the league goes down for the year, tears his Achilles, you're like, oh crap, we're screwed. But you know, credit him, Matt Hawk. So far, he's looked really good, and I'm really encouraged and looking forward to kind of what this special teams unit does because. I think there's a new energy with this special team. So I'm really excited. Uh, I thought they played really, really good yesterday. feels like they shored some things up. Maybe they were struggling at. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to a good year from this unit. 100%. I think uh, you've got the right guy, the right energy, Bubba Ventrone. Um, and I think also just having some of your better players out there on special teams really kind of started to show yesterday, you know, better at getting down the field, better at getting to people. I mean, there were some really nice special teams plays yesterday. And that was something last year so underrated that we did so well last year with some block kicks and block punts and and just flipping the field. I mean, it was really, really a, a big part of our success as we were trying to kind of come back after we started the season off so poorly. So, yeah, definitely encouraged by that. And, you know, Hawk is, is, is best case scenario when you lose, like you mentioned earlier, you lose your, you know, your star punter. What are you going to do? And you, you got a guy who kind of basically fell into your lap, really. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, he just literally was just right there waiting for you. And uh, yeah, super encouraged by him. Absolutely. So guys, that'll do it for our look at our predictions for the Colts' final 53-man roster. Let us know your thoughts on this. Are there some positions that you'd maybe rather pick a player over another? Do you agree more with Zach's final 53-man roster prediction or mine? Or do you have your own that's maybe completely different? Let us know all those things in the comments below. Obviously, guys, be sure to check out Zach's channel over at No Horsing Around. They do some great Colts work and have really put, been putting in a lot of content out for Colts Nation, so be sure to check them out. And obviously, stay keep it here for when the final 53-man roster is officially announced on Tuesday. That'll do it for this one, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, guys, go Colts. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.